welcome to Ad Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. And it's Halloweeny time. I'm here with my friend Al. <laughs> it's so spooky. Al's a Halloweeny. <laughs> I'm Courtney. I'm also a Halloweeny. I actually famously don't like Halloween. No, you're right. <laughs> That's why you're a Halloweeny. Yeah, but my birthday is just before. Just before. A few, a few weeks before mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. It is your birthday very soon. Yes. In fact, when this comes out, it, it will have be, already been my birthday. Been birthday. So you're 35? I'm turning 35. Wow. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> hey, I've been, you know what? I've been there, done that, bro. True, true. It, it was fine. Yeah. It was good. It was, okay. You know, it is what it is. Age. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. We're talking about aging, and that's spooky. But we're also going to talk about spoopy things. Spoopy things, because it's spoopy ween. Because it's spoopy ween. <laughs> you, um, I, I gotta tell you, Al. Yeah. Speaking of spoopy, there's a little box. We got a box, folks. <laughs> we got a box. You may have listened little, to uh, a little box. You may have listened to our eBay episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, where we talked about eBay friends. Yeah, we sure did. Um, and I purchased an eBay friend. You did on Twitter? Did hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge <laughs> that there was a friend coming, and then via Twitter did inform me that it was going to be my friend. Yes. Yeah, so I got. I thought, you know what? After we recorded that episode, I thought it's we love to have a little friend. Yeah. And we're and Courtney seemed to enjoy so much. <laughs> My discussion of the little friends that I, I love. I do like them. Um, I have gone back and looked through yeah, the friends. Yeah, the, the fondness that I have for They're little clown guys. Comforting. Uh, and so I thought, well, maybe Courtney could use a, a friend. I understand. <laughs> yeah, because I have none, right? <laughs> um, I understand why we're pretty good friends together. It's because we just love little clown guys. We love little clown guys. <laughs> and we are little and clown guys. And we are guys. little clown guys. <laughs> So uh, am I? Am I gonna open? I would love for you to do a little, let's, let's do a little it. opening ASMR. Okay. Ooh, I don't have any. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> You've got a pair of nice scissors here that you're yeah. using to snip this uh, open. We uh, use these scissors in my bathroom to cut various hairs off of our Ooh, bodies. Ooh, boy! <laughs> this clown's about to get it. <laughs> Very carefully. Okay. Can I pry it open? Hold on. ASMR. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, right away. Oh, right away. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Oh, let me crinkle, tinkle. Oh. Now, Courtney. Okay. 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 <laughs> Go on. Courtney's been very afraid that I might, that this might be a sinister gift. No, this is a, I do have to say it does have a tie beanie baby tag. Yes. So I know it's a friend. Yeah. But. Um, it is wrapped in plastic, like some, some, <laughs> uh, and I guess I would describe it as, um, if you're a true crime fan, yeah. uh, this is how you dispose of a body. Sort of a real Dexter situation. It's <laughs> <laughs> so you, you put the body in plastic so it doesn't, you know, leak. Uh, so I am, and there's some raffida. There's oh, some raffida. Some raffida. That, that uh, is, and I'm going to just, the thing that I, that made, oh, this is. The thing that made me pause is it's wrapped in plastic. He's in his, this clown's in a sack. (laughs) It is carrying a little sign that says, thank you. Oh, is it? Oh. Thank you for your purchase. Now, this is a little guy that I did purchase off of eBay from someone in Simcoe, Ontario. Aw, and it's an original Beanie Baby. Yeah. His 
Mm? Al? <laughs> His name is Juggles. <laughs> oh my god! Is that your birthday? No, October 9th. Oh. So fucking close. Whoa, that is two Whoa. days. His birthday is two days off from mine. I did not know that. That's terrifying. I'm afraid now. <laughs> Juggles. Juggles, okay, let me just, we'll, we'll put a picture up. Yeah. Because he is mine. I do love him. Okay, good. Um, I thought you would. Red shoes, a little, like a onesie, and he's got blue ruffles. Mm-hmm. His suit is yellow with blue dots, and he's got a pink collar. The fit is on point. The fit is on point. He's got white face, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, little uh, clown makeup, very simple, red nose. But the thing I love is the hobo hat. He does have a little hat. He's got a grade A Archie Archie Comics hobo hat. He's about to be riding the rails, folks. <laughs> he's a boxcar kid. Yeah, he is a boxcar kid. He has a bindle. I wish he had a bindle. He's got little uh, oh. pink overalls. Oh, he's got their overalls. Seem wow. To, be to his body. Wow. And they just nestled that little note, so he's like holding it. Wow, I love him. I Thank mean, you. I, listen, you did. I got your back. He's not cursed at all. No. I thought he was cursed. Well, he's living. Uh, our producer says it's not living in our bedroom, and I'm saying, stop me. <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna just put him up here. He's gonna watch us. Here's the thing. I knew that above all, a beanie baby would. I love beanie babies. Hit the spot. Yeah, yeah. They're not cursed. Beanie babies aren't cursed. Beanie babies are are. Pure, they can actually be used to uncurse other dolls. Yeah, they can actually take souls, and, like a capsule. <laughs> Beanie babies them. are consecrated. <laughs> the you Pope ever, blessed this Beanie Baby. You ever open up a Beanie Baby? You see no. the beans inside of it? I've never seen really? the beans. You've never seen the beans? You've seen the beans? Oh, I've, baby, I've seen the beans. <laughs> They're like little plastic clear. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Toy recycling. Yeah, That's, absolutely. <laughs> Well, Juggles is our third. He's here, and he's really happy to be here. He's having a great time. Oh, I feel relieved now that Good. it wasn't scary. Yeah. Thank you, Al. That was really nice You're of welcome. you. I really appreciate it. I care about you. Happy your birthday. Thank you. Happy Aww. my birthday. And I... Yeah? Happy our birthday to you, Juggles. <laughs> okay, when was he born? 2000 and... 2004. 2004. 2004. So how old is he? Uh, I don't know. Here, let me do my... 12? He's not 12. 22? <laughs> wow. A younger man has entered the bedroom. Four, no. Two, 18? Two, 2004. Just keep saying numbers. He's 18. Uh, oh, my God. Jung- an 18-year-old. <laughs> Jungles is legal, folks. God, don't. <laughs> Disgusting. Look, whenever we do freaky stuff in here, I'll turn him around. It's Good, fun. please. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but in a year, you can give him a beverage. No, yeah, I can't wait until he can vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Al, thank you very much. You are welcome. Uh, I am going to give you another maybe gift. Okay. Uh, this ad group that I have for you, it is a Spoopies. Yay. In that it is a missing person. Oh, okay. Oh, and no. Crimes. Oh, there's crimes. And affairs. Affairs? And candy? What is this, the Try Guys? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, that's, that's really recent in our, uh, while we this recorded. Very it's fresh very wood. fresh. It's very good. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Yeah. Helen Voorhees. Oh, no. Which is also very good because... Yeah. uh, Met her future husband, Frank, 
while he was still married to his second wife. Hmm. You know. As you do. <laughs> As you do. Frank was a try guy. And, uh, the extramarital affair did not last long as Frank quickly divorced and married Helen just several months later. As you do. Trading. Trading. Trading up. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I respect all women. Well. <laughs> Jungles does too. Yeah, Jungles respects women. Yeah. We're both gazing up on it. <laughs> this is like a fucking, like, on high hill, like a hill upon the city, sort of like yeah. God watching, an omniscient being. Blessed um, beanie baby. <laughs> this marriage propelled Helen into high society. Oh. Frank's company had supplied the U.S. Army during World War II Who to did? the tune of $136 million, oh. equivalent to $1 billion today. That's a lot. Yeah, a lot of companies supplied a lot of things. Yeah. And, and you know what? The U.S. Army didn't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> they just gave a lot of money. Yeah. Despite the odds, Helen and Frank's marriage lasted 20 years. Oh, wow. Which is good. Hey, the third one sticks. Apparently, a third time is the charm. <laughs> it ended when Frank passed in 1970, mm. leaving Helen the majority of his wealth, something to the tune of $160 million. That's a lot of money. Which is like over a billion today. That's some money. That's some money. What are you going to do with all that money? You're a, hey, you're w- recently widowed. <laughs> You got yourself a good house. You got some money. You got some cash. It's this fucking 70s. What are you going to do? Going to the gay bar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The millionaire widow spent her time socializing, making appearances at parties, riding around in her hot pink Cadillac and Rolls Royces. Oh, boy. yeah. And donating large amounts of money to animal welfare organizations. Helen was really big into animal, animal. Welfare. Eminal welfare at the library. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Three years after Frank had passed, Helen met a man by the name of Richard Bailey. Ooh. Ooh, Dick. Dick (laughs) Bailey. You're nasty. (laughs) I am. Dick Bailey is a really good name. It is. Richard was almost 20 years her younger, and Helen was enamored. Richard love-bombed her, showering with flowers and dinners and dancing and gentlemanly attention. That's the kind of attention I love, folks. (laughs) The two became regular features in millionaire social circles. But Helen did not know that Richard Bailey was a con man. And Richard Bailey could not keep the charade up for very much longer. First, Bailey bought three rundown racehorses from his brother for $18,000. What were they named? Huxtable. Oh. Danny Boy. Oh. And, uh... Sweet Baby James. Oh, very good. Those are pretty good names. Those are good names. They're good names for bad horses. <laughs> they are good names for bad horses. <laughs> if you get a horse called Sweet Baby James, you don't want to. Oh, do not put your money on that. <laughs> he pitched the horses as pure winners, and Helen agreed to purchase thoroughbreds for $98,000. Almost $500,000 today. Apparently, like, what he did, like, they are, these horses were on their last legs. <laughs> and he pumped them full of, like, horse steroids Damn. like just to let just whew, give them a last big hurrah parade them around with their dick flapping around and she's like okay i'll buy them when my man asked me to buy some bad horses that's romance <laughs> this is the seventh cir- circle of courtship for the gays bailey thought he had quite a griff and continued to push horse upon horse onto helen so many horses this is not love to me no. <laughs> Hey, buy my horses. Buy my bad horses. Hey, doll. 
buy my horses and you'll get some more of this dick bailey (laughs) she just loved i think that was her sweet spot if dick bailey brought cats to her like just a load of cats like hey buy these cats she would have bought these cats he she just would have bought anything she would have bought anything you want a giraffe i got i can get you a giraffe just i think that maybe love shouldn't be that transactional no absolutely (laughs) well well The millionaire did get suspicious, eventually hiring an independent appraiser who confirmed her horses were absolutely worthless. (laughs) These horses suck ass. And they also probably died very soon after. (laughs) Your horses aren't worth shit, (laughs) ma'am. How do you appraise a... Hey, how do you appraise a horse? You look real hard at it. (laughs) You just slap it on the behind. You look it in the mouth. Oh. What's it got in there? Jewels. Secrets. Oh, this mouth is full of money. <laughs> money. Oh, my God. A horse with a grill? <gasps> Incredible. 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 You can eat so much peanut butter with that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they made Mr. Ed talk, huh? Yeah. yeah. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Helen was fuming, speaking to her friends about lawyering up and going directly to the district attorney. She promised to take care of things after she got back from her checkup at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Oh, no. Oh, no. The timeline from here is important. Helen checked out of the Mayo Clinic after a week. I guess she's so old, they have a week full of tests, boy. <laughs> they were appraising her like they were appraising. <laughs> She looked in her mouth. Ooh, not good. <laughs> On her way out, she stopped at the clinic's shop to buy cosmetics. The cashier recalled Helen saying, quote, Please hurry f- and finish wrapping. My houseman is waiting. Boy, I wish I had a houseman. <laughs> I guess I kind of do. You do. <laughs> he did make us coffee yeah. and bake us cookies, so that was nice. Boy, it's nice having a houseman. <laughs> Helen then stepped outside, and on Thursday, February 17th, she was never seen again. Hmm. And she will never be seen again. Wow. They've never found her. They've never found her. Helen's disappearance wasn't reported for two weeks. Odd. Strange. So, so very strange. Very strange. Her chauffeur, Jack Mat- Matlick, told the police he had dropped Helen off at O'Hare International Airport after a couple days after her visit with the Mayo Clinic. She reportedly told Jack that she was going to check on her recently purchased condo in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Florida. As, as the olds do. Yes. Richard Bailey was also in Florida at the time, mm. but he told police that Helen had never called him. Bailey just assumed that Helen had dropped him for another bow. And this is where the investigated ended. That was it. That was it. They were like, well, that, he's probably telling the truth. In the 70s. The, that, he'd look at it. all the amazing horses he has. He must be <laughs> honest. The clues dried up quickly and no one pushed the police to continue digging. And as we know, folks, if the police don't have to do anything, they just don't. Yeah. Hey, if a crime happened and no one says maybe look into it. They don't fucking care. They couldn't give a shit. Don't give a shit. The court declared uh, Helen Voorhees Brock dead in 1984. She left behind $17 million estate and her late husband's company, the Brock Candy Company. And 14 terrible horses. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you know Brock Candy Company? No. Really? No. It's the candy corn one. Oh, they make the candy corn. And the pick-a-mix. Oh. Any, hey, if your grandma has candy in a bowl right now, it's Brock's baby. Damn. Yeah. We're going old school. Do you like candy corn? I fucking love candy corn. Wow. I love, I love candy corn. I love those mallow. I can't have them now because they're so sweet. Yeah. But the mallow pumpkins. Oh, yeah. Can I give uh, uh, our creeps out there a hot tip? Please. 
if you melt equal parts candy corn with equal parts peanut butter and you mix it together, it makes a Butterfinger baby. Oh. It's 100% a Butterfinger. Wow. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Except for the fact that 0% of it is a Butterfinger. No, it's a, it's a Butterfinger. That is the recipe of Butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> Bart Simpson buys a bunch of candy corn off season and melts it with peanut butter. And that's how you do it. Get your finger off my melted down candy corn and milk. <laughs> this is about Brock's. It's not about candy corn because candy corn... Brox didn't actually invent candy corn. Oh. Did you know it was called, like, chicken scratch? Ew. Before it was called candy corn? Yuck. Isn't Why? that funny? Because it's, like, it's little cor- Oh, because you would, like, you corn, would feed to a chicken. Like, you would feed to a chicken. For me? Chicken feed. You didn't ask, but for me, yeah. I don't enjoy it, the yeah. flavor, and the sensation of eating it. But aesthetically... It's nice. I find it charming. It's very... It is very charming. <laughs> you don't like the, the mallow... The corn. Yeah. It's the, I, you know, it's the sensation of the sticky yeah, crunch. it's very sticky. Oh, yeah. It melts in your mouth, though. It's a bad chew for me. Look, I love... <laughs> Folks, this is a bad chew. <laughs> I just love corn syrup. Yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I think my body runs on it. Our entire world is built around As it. As a red-blooded American, <laughs> I'm a fond, fond of it. Brock's became a name uh, in American candy at the turn of the century when German immigrant Emil J. Brock took his last remaining $1,000 and invested in it in a new sweet shop at Lincoln Park, mm. running it with his two teenage sons, Edwin and Frank. I got to see that TV show. Yeah. Two teenage boys fucking running a candy shop. <laughs> Their old German father yelling at him. Horrible. The store named Brock's Palace of Sweets. Oh, I love it. Right? It looked cool. You can see pictures. Uh, the Chicago Museum has a bunch of pictures in there. It looks dope. Was it spelled, uh, was there a shop? Shop? Like S-H-O-P-E. Oh, oh, oh. I w- no, no, no. A candy shop? A, sh- a shoppie? <laughs> no, it's a palace, baby. Oh. It's a palace. It officially opened in 1904. Son Edwin recalls the shop's first day. Quote, it was a hot day in October. We sold plenty of ice cream sodas at five cents each, but very little candy. <laughs> I mean, hey, it is. It's a hot October day today. It's hot as a day, man. Brock's became, oh, nope. Brock's Palace of Sweets was only in business for about a year and a half. Mm. The, the candy business, she hard. She is rough. And there were so many innovative candies at the turn of the century. Absolutely. We're going to talk about a bunch oh. of them. During this time, Emil poured any profits into automation. I guess it's like a German thing, right? Let's make it automated. Let's make it innovative. Yeah. Yeah. Let's ha- have to hire fewer people. Exactly. Well, because, hey, we don't yeah. want them to, you know, get yeah. any ideas uh, about their labor being worth something. There is at least one Brock's candy labor <laughs> dispute. I did not add it in here. Um, but uh, that's Oops. exactly it. <laughs> This including a dipping machine for, quote, taffy on a stick, a big candy kettle powdered by perpetually hot gas burner, and simplified methods of making soft and chewy caramels. Did you say caramel caramel? I say caramel. 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 We're lost in the sauce. We're lost. This is done. It's, It's... it's juggles, juggles is juggles really is juggling. affecting it's our energy. Really, the energy's off. The energy's <laughs> bad. Brock was able to sell his candy in bulk at half the cost of other shops, probably because he had half the staff. Yeah. Uh, turning his small retail establishment into a rapidly growing wholesale manufacturer. Mm. Though Brock's German roots kept them from participating in World War One. Hmm. Uh, 
In what way? Well, they were German, and so they were on the side. They of, were, yeah. They were like, yeah. Uh, or, or the American public did not at that time. You had a lot of Austrian, uh, Hungarian, and German people being put mm. in internment camps in uh, the United States. Um, the Brocks did not because they were rich. Uh, but the the American government was like, maybe do not. <laughs> Maybe don't boast about it. <laughs> we're giving you a pass because you're rich and you make the candy. Yeah. <laughs> they were commissioned to produce, quote, energy food for the United States Armed Forces in World War II. <laughs> energy food. Energy food. I call this big, lo- I call this Frappuccino my energy food. <laughs> That's like when the other company was charged to make I- ice cream for astronauts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Mm. Mm. Millions of caramels, hard candies, candy drops and jelly beans, and chocolate bars were dropped into C and K rations. With more distributed to the Red Cross's Prisoner of War program, hmm, mm. you, pr- you feed the POWs just a bunch of jelly beans. I love it. You're going to love it. The USO and defense plant workers. You get a little treat. Everybody, even if it's war, people still get candy. Just a little treat. Just a little, God. Just a little hard candy. What a time. <laughs> Perhaps it was the war machine hustle that caused one of Brack's candy factories to explode. Oh, no. <laughs> well, quote, although I had been charged with violations of fire department regulations <laughs> for some time before, the magazine Fire Engineer later said of the uh, Brock plant, the factory was said to be as near disaster-proof as modern science could make it at the time. Notwithstanding this fact, an explosion occurred in the early hours of the morning, either as a result of a fire or from some undetermined cause, which had the effect of a super bomb <gasps> of World War II. It exploded the whole fucking block went up. Oh my god. Yeah. You want to know how it happened? Because it's I would up. love to know. The Brox Candy Factory explosion would go down as one of Chicago's worst industrial tragedies in Chicago's modern day history. We're not going to count the fucking slaughterhouse stuff. That's yeah. Killing all the workers inside instantly, injuring several battalions of firefighters, the thick cloud of cornstarch in the air was sparked by some faulty electrical wiring. Oh, no. It's all the fucking corn, bud. <laughs> it's like corn dust. It's just corn dust everywhere. That's So candy corn killed a factory worth of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, instantly. Inst- like, well, well, the factory's sprinkler system was not able to slow the huge spread because the whole, like, air was on fire. Mm-hmm. The, the workers who were in that shift emptied all available fire extinguishers at the time before perishing in the blaze. Oh, my God. So all the fire extinguishers were completely empty when they came upon it. That's awful. Because it just it was everywhere. It's just every, literally, the air on fire. Yeah. the like Oh, the smell. Burnt sugar. Ooh, very bad. Very, very, very bad. This, this, um, industrial accidents like this, actually there was one recently and it's, it's just like wood pulp in the air, mm-hmm. right? It, and it's stuff like that. It's just in the air. And if you have one spark, that's it. Yeah. It's like fucking fire starter, man. Just like that factory we talked about. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Where that was were... magnesium dust. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You gotta, you gotta be careful with the dust. Yeah. Dust is going to get you. So if you eat a candy corn... No, it's killed some people. <laughs> a lot of people. Hey, like a lot of people. If, you, if you're if you rated as one of the top 10 worst industrial accidents in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know it's bad, boy. Take back what I said about the aesthetics. <laughs> in the 1950s, while America's chocolate bar market went through the roof, 
Brock's doubled down on the smaller hard candies they'd mm. always done best. Marketing, especially to the new Halloween candy boom of the 1950s, Halloween became really hot in the 1950s, Brock released their pick-a-mix scheme, <laughs> enabling customers for the first time to grab assorted scoopfuls of different candies and buy them by the pound. Mm. Brock star bright mints, butterscotch discs, milkmaid caramels, and of course, candy corn became the mainstay of trick-or-treat bags and buckets. So that's why we got it today in the grocery stores, because they oh, were like... Oh, and like the 7-Eleven and Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh man, that was the jackpot when I was a kid. A pick-a-mix? Yeah, you yeah. go, you know, you go out into the forest, you, you pick mushrooms rooms for a couple hours <laughs> come out with a bucket full of mushrooms i didn't know where you were going <laughs> your parents give you a fiver and they say hey go get some candy and yeah. then they take those mushrooms and they sell them for profit Fuck. i had their business that sells mushrooms yeah and you got five dollars worth of candy but i got five dollars worth of candy baby <laughs> <laughs> kids don't understand capitalism <laughs> i have a question for you yeah did you ever frequent the sweet factory? Yes. This when I anytime we got to take a trip to Victoria, yeah. we would go to the sweet factory. Was there a sweet factory in Victoria? Yeah, it was in the that one mall. In the one mall, in the big mall. The mall, the big one. Um, I think my parents tried to avoid a sweet factory <laughs> yeah. because once the floodgates were open, it just was game over. Yeah, it was absolutely game over. We would only go if we were went to a certain mall. Actually, I think I remember as a kid we went to uh, we were visiting Vancouver. Metrotown had just opened up. They had yeah. a sweet factory and a movie theater. So my parents would give us five bucks, fill up a thing of candy. What were some of your, your faves from the sweet factory? Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, should we explain what the sweet factory was? Yeah, it's a it's a, a store, yeah. not a factory, not as a factory. it would have you believe. Yeah. This themed after a factory. Yeah. Uh, and they're basically just giant tubes of candy with various bins, and you can kind of get a bag, and you fill it up with whatever you want. They have different yeah. price points. It's like a bulk barn for yeah, candy. Yeah, it's like a bulk barn for candy. And at the end, you take your bag, they weigh it, and you pay by weight. Now, what's a bulk barn? you? <laughs> Well, it's not a barn. Bulk barn's still around. I don't think sweet factories are around, actually. I think COVID must have knocked them right out. Um, I would always, I love uh, chocolate-covered gummy bears, but that was heavy. Yeah, you had to go light. So I pick some light stuff. My my one trick was whatever it was made out of. They had like a bar of white chocolate. Oh. It was like a rope of white chocolate. Oh. And I would just like break an inch off and put it right at the bottom of my bag. And when I got to that during the movies, it was just like it was a beautiful moment. Wow. Yeah, I really remember that. What was your What was your Do you remember? Yes. One big gumball. Were you just a one big gumball? No, I no. liked the silver cola balls. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The um, small ones. I was very partial to both pear and watermelon and cheesecake jelly bellies. Oh, I never went for the jelly bellies. Yeah, oh, I I think yeah. I went I went through a jelly belly phase where <laughs> I was like the colors, the flavors, yeah, the yeah, assortments, yeah. the aesthetics were on point. I was all about it. Uh, and then also another thing that I loved and I love them both because I enjoyed them, I genuinely enjoyed them, and yeah. also because my brothers wouldn't steal them. Ooh! Soap candy. What the fuck is soap candy? Soap candy are these, they're also known as floral candies, and they're these hard little gummies yeah. uh, of different colors, and they taste like soap. They, t- they have like a floral soap taste. Are they like wine gums? Candy? No, they're very... Are they, they're, are they powdered? No. Okay. They're a gummy. They're like smaller than a dots. Smaller than a dots. Okay. Recalibrating. I have to look at these. Yeah. I, soap candy? I think the only place that I could get them was the Sweet Factory. But I like those little fuckers. <laughs> you, you go to the back of the Sweet Factory, there's like a bin with like <laughs> fucking spider webs all over. You reach into it, get some bunch of soap candy. Trash ass candy. 
Classic trash can. I could go for it, but I don't think my jaw could take it at this no, point. I don't think we could. Oh, if you give us a jawbreaker, that would break just, us jaw. Do you remember being a kid and just yeah. having a giant jawbreaker and just like sucking on it? Oh, yeah. And just like, you know, just like in and out of the mouth and <laughs> you're just standing there with a fucking half sucked jawbreaker looking at the layers. I see. I was never, uh, as I am a, as an adult, as a kid. <laughs> I needed an instant gratification. Okay. So as soon as that jawbreaker went in, I'm cracking Ugh. right into it. Yeah. Ugh. Folks, I'm cracking right into it. I'm just like, I'm licking it. I'm walking around with a half-licked jawbreaker. It's absolutely disgusting. And the layers. And the layers. The layers. The layers. The tectonics. Yeah. You're just like, you're licking the earth. <laughs> Giving the earth. Just, just going to town on it. <laughs> and oh. Mother Earth needs love, too. I really, I really need a sweet factory in my life. <laughs> I really need one. We'll find one. Yeah. They're out there, I'm sure. It's hard being an adult. <laughs> yeah. But if we went to the sweet factory today, we would have a grade A tummy ache. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely Just the would. worst. I think that my grown-up version of the sweet, uh, like, a sweet factory, like, yeah. candy explosion is just getting a bubble tea. That's true. But that's the, not the same. It's not the same. But it is. it does, I think, fill the same void for yeah. me. Yeah. For me, it's bulk barn. Yeah. <sighs> I love, love fucking, barn. fucking love a bulk barn. Love a barn full of bulk. No, it's not a barn. It's not a barn, and they do, but things do come in but bulk. It is barn themed. Yeah, I get my, I get my Epsom salts in bulk from <laughs> bulk from my poor broken body. God, being an adult is such a fucking drag. <laughs> We've traded jawbreakers. Maybe because I just crack through the jawbreakers, <laughs> my poor bones are not withstanding my 36 years of life oh my god it was 17 years after 65 year old candy harris ellen Voorhees brock disappeared when federal and state investigators announced they had solved the mystery oh so they, they figured it out eventually in july 1994 richard j bailey dick <laughs> was arrested being held on charges of conspiring to murder and 28 other counts ranging from money laundering to racketeering Bailey, police claimed, had arranged Helen's killing, but did not commit the crime. Oh. So they, they it, it took them 17 years of like, hey, this con man, what sold her bad horses? Maybe we'll look into him. Can I tell you what I thought had yeah. happened? Yeah. Um, I thought maybe, okay, so she left the, the hospital, the Mayo Clinic. She went to O'Hare, tried to catch a flight to Florida, got yeah. confused, went to Washington. Yeah. She's uh, walking around. She's like, where the fuck am I? Someone falls out of the sky and lands at her feet. It's D.B. Cooper. They run away <laughs> together. Do the timelines <laughs> match up? He would never sell her a bad horse. Yeah, he would never. D.B. Cooper would never sell him a bad horse. It wasn't until 2005, 28 years later after that. I remember 2005. Oh, my God. We had, you had graduated from high school. <laughs> yeah. Where convinced, uh, convicted comman Joe Plemons came forward. <gasps> after a load of health issues, he finally admitted to investigators that he was the one who carried out the assassination of Helen Brock. Wow. On the order of a mob hitman who was pointing a double-barreled shotgun at his chest at the time. Excuse me? <laughs> have to do with it well okay so it turns out well that richard bailey had hired the mob <laughs> to who he knew through his bad horse deals oh yeah because of the bad horses to right? kill her, to kill her. <laughs> but no but the police is like nah, i'm sure it was just the mob we don't know like but really? this guy on his fucking deathbed was like yeah. mm. 
Plemon said Brock was killed because Bailey and his brother were worried she would go to authorities and hired out the mob to carry out the hit. I guess they sold the mob some horses, too. Yeah. Um, Bad ones? Yeah, well, no, not that you do. Hey, do not sell the mob bad horses. Only give the mob your best horses. (laughs) Only the best horses. I've had to live with a story for a lot of years, said Plemons. If something happened to me, I don't want to go to the grave feeling how I feel about what's happened. Mm. I dream about it. I constantly think about it. The next time you eat a Brock's candy corn or mallow pumpkin, remember Helen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Remember kidnapping and death and bad horses. Bad horses. Bad I'll remember the horses. Yeah, you should remember the horses. I don't have to worry about Helen because she's um she's just making love to DB Cooper somewhere. Wow. We're <laughs> proud of her. In my mind. So I've got a I've got a um, Brock's candy commercial from the seventies. So this is what sweet. Sweet. So this is when the this is the commercial that played on television while Helen disappeared. Oh my god. <laughs> it's happier. Like, they don't reference it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. We'll return after these messages. For old-fashioned candy store goodness, nothing else to do. Like old-fashioned candy store candy, the kind Brox makes for you. Brox knows the secret of old-fashioned candy store candy. So Brox uses fresh-tasting ingredients and good flavors, like pure butter in Brox Butterscotch Discs. Mmm, what an old-fashioned treat. Old-fashioned candy store candy, the kind Brox makes for you. Welcome back to the show. Jingle. Sick. Horses. Sick. (laughs) Physically. Sick. (laughs) No, that was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Old-fashioned candy store candy. Very, like, it's always very themed, um, turn-of-the-century themed. Yep. Mm -hmm. And a woman with a bustle and a hat. Oh, I love a bustle. We're seeing so many kinds of hard candies. (laughs) My favorite visceral moment was when the old-timey candy store owner put a fucking shovel in a thing of bridge mix. If you're a kid and you're someone gives you bridge mix, you are not happy. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I love bridge really? mix. Really? I love bridge mix. What was in bridge mix? Bridge mix was just okay, it was like a pick a mix. Yeah. But everything was covered in chocolate. Yes. So you got chocolate covered raisins and peanuts for sure. But you also have like chocolate covered like mints Ugh. and rude. Continue. And chocolate covered jube jubes and like gummies. Yeah. And my and chocolate covered orange sherbets. Uh, and chocolate covered almonds. It's just like you reach in and there's just it's a visceral, like glossy bunch of chocolate in your hands and they're all different shapes and sizes and every time you put one in your mouth who knows what it might be yeah for me that's anxiety oh. <laughs> not knowing Fine. what i'm gonna get Fine. in my mouth well <laughs> like sometimes i mean as an adult sometimes it's fun different but <laughs> as a youth i want to know and the chocolate jujubes jubes were the only ones that i liked well, sometimes there were chocolate covered caramels and i did like those yeah they do have a chocolate covered caramels but nuts well, you could, if you were, if you were like, you know, you could investigate. Yeah. You could be a little hardy boy and like, well, these look like a peanut. And I, I was know. a hardy boy. Yeah. Oh, I wish. <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> Those terrible boys. I do want to say, I do, <laughs> I do want to um, shout out, uh, Al, thank you very much. Yeah. You did shout out this, uh, I think last episode, Cat, um, uh, was it Cat Kapow? Cat Bam Kapow on Cap, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, they played a Nancy Drew mystery. Uh, it was like a Shadow Ranch mystery. Yeah, the Mystery Shadow Phantom, Ranch. Phantom Horse. <laughs> Folks, it was 
It was beautiful. It was so fun. And I also should shout out that right now Kat um, and Jack are also doing their their Hallow stream mm. that they do every every October. Yeah. Uh, and this year they're playing Control. Oh, um, that's too spooky for well, me. Well, the Hallow stream's really good because it's like they kind of deconstruct and contextualize the horror game that they yeah. play. Oh. And uh, it, it's really interesting. And it's sort of supposed to be a, a space for people to engage with horror where they, you know, normally might not feel comfortable. Here's the thing. I went back to see their other Nancy Drew <laughs> They're spooky. They're spooky, yeah. Also, the Hardy Boys are in one, and then I'm like, love these boys. Ugh, American teams against I crime. I just love it. But they're all cops. They all they're love all cops. cops. They're all cops. Nancy Drew is a cop. The Hardy Boys are cops. Yeah. And it is propaganda for my heart. I know. But I can't. What a shame. I'll change them. My <laughs> You'll love, change My them. love will change them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? This commercial. This commercial. This commercial. Brock's Candy. Brock's Candy Store Candy. Old-fashioned candy and horses. Yep. Wait, what? No. <laughs> uh, there were I what? There were, car- there were butterscotch discs. Yeah, butterscotch discs. You said they discs. looked like egg yolks. They did look like egg yolks. There were things that looked like... Uh, like hard, there were hard colored hard candies, like a like a pre uh, a pre um, Jolly Rancher, Jolly Rancher, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they uh, they had the mints, the mints that the like the bright green mints, and yeah. the bright white mints. I'll fuck with an Andy's mint. I'll tell you what, I love an Andy's mint. But that's chocolate. Brock's don't fuck with the no. Chocolate they're all hard. They like their candy they hard. <laughs> For you, your 35th year, just get get hard. Candy. Just get hard. Just get hard candy. candy. Oh, I can't well, take hard candy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. My, You're supposed to suck it. Yeah. My instinct is to chew, and that goes for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes God makes bottoms, and sometimes <laughs> God looks at someone like, no, folks, this, this ain't it. Okay, it's 2022. We still have Brock's. Thank you for They're calling still... me a top. Buddy, if anyone... <laughs> In this household right now has top energy. It is not me. It's you. Me and Juggles. <laughs> Juggles has top energy. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's 2022. We still got candy corn. We got candy corn. And mallow corn. pumpkins and hard candy. Yeah. And those little, oh, you remember those little, like, strawberry ones with the strawberry inside? Yeah. Yeah. Brox does that one. I remember those. I have yeah. a fondness for those. And they're really good. When the wrapper looks like a strawberry. It sure does. I love those. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my nan always used to have those. That's Brox, baby. Where do they, where do the nanas of the world get them? Do not know. They're not for sale anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> secret nana store. <laughs> There's a secret nana store. Or they bought them in the 70s and they're still getting rid of them. <laughs> so Brox has a new scheme. Oh, okay. It's 2022, but 2022. it's themed like the 70s. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're, but where are we? We're at, we're at the racetrack, baby. Oh, no. So we're at the racetrack. Yeah. And there are all these horses, they're getting ready to run. Yeah. And they're getting fed little sugar cubes. They do like, I've heard horses love jelly beans. They, ooh. I've heard they really love jelly beans. So we're feeding horses little jelly, jelly beans. beans from Bronx. Yeah. And then it's like, these horses are great. This is the spokesman. Yeah. These horses are great. But if you don't have a great horse, if your horse is bad, yeah. bring it to Brock's and you can trade it in for candy. Oh <laughs> the ghost of Helen is like rolling. Did someone sell you a bad horse <laughs> and then murder you? <laughs> bring that horse down to Brock's and we'll give you a bag full of candy. Per weight. No horse too bad. No horse too bad. Your horse have no legs? It's just a torso and a head? We'll don't take worry. it. We'll take it. <laughs> No money down. No. These horses can't race, but they're worth their weight in candy. 
pick and mix. Oh my god! So you have the weight at the end. Yeah. You weigh your horse. Is like, well, you get fucking ten tons worth of candy. Horses weigh a lot. Of, I know that's a lot weight. of candy. That's, that's why a it's a candy. steal. <laughs> and what do Brock's do with the dead horses? Well, that's their, their business, that's their, and I'm not really it. interested in looking into it because I've got all this candy, and that's my business. Oh my god, is the candy horses? They use a lot. Hey, jelly beans got a lot of gelatin, folks. Listen, I don't know and I can't say. Okay. Hey, horses ain't made of corn. <laughs> so You know what? That's so true. <laughs> horses. There's one thing I know is horses ain't corn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We're teaching things on this podcast. Every day you're learning from us. <laughs> oh, oh. I love it. Good. Hmm. I feel I've exercised something from my body. Yeah, Absolutely. Can you exercise something from my body? I would love to. Wow, that's big top energy. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I think Jingles just horned us up. Jingles really is having an effect on the podcast overall. Jingles is bringing up something (sighs) deep inside ourselves. Do you have... Do I have a local ad? Yeah, I think it's just getting really hot in here. Bro. I do have a local ad. <laughs> okay, I have a local ad. Give this it to me. Local ad yeah. is spoopy. Oh, it is? I not find too spoopy. It, I find it spooky. Okay, <laughs> not too spoopy, I hope. No, not too spooky. It's okay. not going to jump scare you. Good. Uh, if you'd like to see this spoopy ad, you can get into our sources. Let's you can there. get right into them. <laughs> we'll allow you there. Jump on in. <laughs> you don't have to sell us a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, we'll trade it for candy. <laughs> Where am I? You've passed away, my son. This is your funeral. Wow, the new 300. These cars are beautiful. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. I've never looked this good before. How can my family afford all of this? They made the smart choice. They chose Golden Gate Funeral Home. I like it. You don't? I like it. <laughs> I love it. You love it. I think, I think they're like, first of all. Oh my God. Such a compact narrative. <laughs> this is a this is a journey. It it is such a compact narrative, but it it's like it's a complex narrative, but it's so clear. This is very the clear. story is very clear, and I think that's. I mean, in a local ad, you only have thirty seconds, maybe yeah. a minute, if you're yeah. Mister Fucking Moneybags. Wow. Okay, so we have a guy. He's dead. He died, <laughs> and we know that because there's like heavenly music, music, yeah. and also they do the like the like the, a cloud filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and at first he's like, I'm dead, but wow, damn. <laughs> look at these hearses. Yeah, look at these amazing. Hey, they got the new model. They got the, he actually says the model name. And if you're into it, that's fine. And then he walks in on himself in the coffin. Yeah. And he's like, damn, I've never looked so good. He looks good because this funeral home knows their fucking business. And I think it's a great illustration of their services. I think it is a great illustration of their services, but I... That's ooky. That's ooky. For me, I think it's great. I don't want anyone looking at my dead body. That's my business. <laughs> That's absolutely my business. Okay, okay, okay. You do. It's just put throw me in the oven with the dead horses. 
What? You Why know. do you think the horses are going to die? Because <laughs> they're wild. Brock might take them to a farm upstate. Yeah, sure, brother. So I, when I die, I'm going up to a farm upstate. To okay, perfect. <laughs> to, to frolic with, the, frolic bad with the bad horses. And all the dogs I've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 Folks. Wow. 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 <laughs> Juggles, what are you doing to me? <laughs> I'm being possessed. The psychic energy of Juggles. <laughs> okay. If you have just bad psychic energy in the form of a local ad, you can send it to us. We'll free you of its earthly wiles. <laughs> we sure will. Uh, that's adcreeps at gmail.com. Yeah. And we're also on Twitter at adcreeps. And again, if you want to watch any of the ads that we uh, did in this episode yeah. they're in our sources and thank you for being spooky thank you for being spooky until next time we are signing, signing off, off. Hmm, but first word for my spouse Juggles, what do you have to say? <laughs> That's absolutely what Juggles sounds like. <laughs>